An opportunity to be the best is one thing. Actually being able to be the best is another. Do the Ohio State Buckeyes have an opportunity to be the best defense in college football in the fall? I have an answer for you today on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked on Buckeyes. For the Locked on Podcast Network, I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, June the 7th in the year 2023, and this episode is brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and when you enter promo code locked on college they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every order during today's episode we will discuss the area jim Knowles took accountability in during a recent presser and we will discuss how the ohio state buckeyes can improve in the area of recruiting but first an opportunity to be the best that's what Jim Knowles had to say about the Buckeyes defense in 2023. And like I said earlier, there's an opportunity that is there for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Are they capable of being the best? That is another. The Buckeyes return numerous starters on defense. There's a good chance they'll have one of the best linebacker tandems in the country. Can't say duos. Because not every school uses two linebackers. Some use three as starters. So I want to use the word tandem to involve not just the starters, but the other guys that are involved that'll play linebacker for Ohio State in the fall. But yes, I do think when you look at the grand scheme of things with the talent that Ohio State has, an opportunity is there. But I think that's where it kind of stops for me. The opportunity is there. Buckets have, Buckets have a lot of talent. Um, Bud Elliott of 24-7 Sports recently released his uh, blue chip ratio, which is just really numbers being compiled together. That's not really his thing. Anybody can do the math. It's just Bud Elliott is the one behind uh, putting the numbers together and making the list um, and ranking the blue chip ratio in that way. But the Buckeyes have the talent. Like, that's an easy thing. But you look at how they stack up against other people in the Big Ten and around the country, you will see the Buckeye talent that we normally see on defense isn't there in 2023. And actually, I was just listening to Zach Smith of Minister Sports, and he used the word nervous, that Buckeye fans might be more nervous than normal about the Buckeye football team in the fall because there are numerous questions about not just the talent, how it will be developed, but also how that talent will play in the fall. The Buckeyes, we look at rankings. This is coming from Athlon Sports pre-college football preseason magazine for 2023. Athlon Sports has the Buckeyes ranked as having the number two best D-line in the conference, the second best linebacker duo or group in the conference unit, and the fourth best defensive back unit in the conference. Who's ahead of them? Well, they say the Wolverines have the best D-line and best linebacker units, then the Iowa has the best DBs. It's crazy how things have changed in just a few short years. Even in 2020, maybe even 2021, you would say the Buckeyes got the best across the board. 
best D-line, best linebackers, best DBs in the in the conference. That's across the board. But when you look at the way things are now, I got questions about the D-line. I have questions, less questions about the linebackers. I have questions about the DBs. Some of my questions are the same you same ones you have, and some of yours might be some of the same I have. We have some different questions because things are just a little bit different this year going into a season following back-to-back losses to Michigan and back-to-back years where you're not winning the conference where that is an expectation for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And so I do think we look at grand scheme of thing in the conference. Yes, there's a chance. I think that's where things kind of stop. The opportunity is there for the Buckeyes to have the best defense in the country. But to me to say if I had to rank them, say, at the end of the season, as it stands right now, at the end of the season, I would say, oh, I am projecting the Buckeyes to be a top five defense, top four defense. Buddy, I can't say that right now. I cannot say that at all because there's a lot of things that need to be proven, a lot of questions I had that need to be answered, hopefully in a positive way, for me to be able to make that statement that, oh, the Buckeyes, yes, they will have a top five, maybe top 10, uh, maybe top 15 defense at the end of the season. I don't care about recruiting rankings. I don't care about none of that stuff. All I care about is what you do on the football field. And from what I've seen on the football field, I don't know if the guys that are going to start week one will be the same starters against Notre Dame. I don't know if the starters against Notre Dame will be the same starters against Penn State. Why? There's a lot of moving parts. If we do what we did last year, if Proctor misses a tackle and a receiver goes for a long touchdown, he can get benched again. Now, I did not agree with that ruling and that coaching decision a year ago, but that's what went down. And that literally could be the same way things go in the upcoming season. You miss a tackle, a long touchdown run, it happens. Uh, a long touchdown is um, happens on that play, all of a sudden, but you get benched. I think there are pros and cons to quickly pulling the plug on players, and it does go into the fact that if you pull the plug on a guy, that could de- diminish his confidence, that could lower how productive he is on the football field, and that can lower if the Buckeyes are going to have the best defense in the country. We're not just looking at the conference. I know I did a snapshot there, but even in the entire country, Athlon Sports preseason college football magazine for the 2023 season, Athlon Sports says the Buckeyes had the sixth best D-line group in the country, the fifth best linebacker unit in the country, and the eighth best defensive back unit in the country. That's preseason. A lot can change, but that goes into the fact that you mean to tell me Buckeyes are going to have a better defense than Georgia or maybe even Clemson? Uh, I would say, why do you think that? What teams have the better front units? I would say Georgia and Clemson will probably have a better go, uh, unit going into the season at D-line and at linebacker. As big of a believer as I am in Steel Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg, I still think and I trust there's a track record there that Georgia's linebackers and DB and, and D-line is going to be better than the Buckeyes at the beginning of the season. I do believe that. However, that can change. Now, I'm not here to just put a um uh, uh to 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 bur- let your fire out and um turn uh turn the lights off on your on your party. I ain't trying to do all that. But to say the opportunity to be the best defense in the country is there, yes, I do believe that. But I think that's where it stops. I cannot right now, and it's this projection season, project that the Buckeyes will be the best defense in the fall. If you can, great. 
me right now on June 7th in this year, 2023, I cannot make that bold statement. There was a bold statement that came out from Jim Knowles, maybe wasn't as bold as it may sound. During a recent presser, he discussed some things that he takes accountability for during two losses for Ohio State in the fall. What did he have to say and did he take accountability for? In what way? We'll discuss it next here on Lots of Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. It's the time of year, and actually it may be past that time of year, where we are all looking for ways to add some fresh clothing to our wardrobe, to our closet, keep things fresh, keep things up to date, keep things, some people might say hip. That's not something I would normally describe something as, but some people do. And our friends at Bird Dogs have the shorts you have been looking for. I have, I have some in my closet, and I love them, but just as important as me liking them, my fiance likes them as well, and her approval means a lot to me. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same things as Lululemon, but fit way better. Bird Dogs that stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you truly a sculpted look. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and enter promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. Once again, go to birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Thanks, for making locked on Buckeyes. Your first listen every single day. I've said it over the past few shows, but I want to say it once again. We have a new schedule for Locked on Buckeyes throughout the month of June. There are only going to be four shows a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There are going to be no more Friday shows throughout the rest of the month. July's schedule is to be determined. We can only focus on the month we are currently in. Keep the lookout for no show on Friday, but there might be a thing or two coming your way, not in, in, in an entire show for Locked on Buckeyes, coming your way on the YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes on YouTube for anything that might be a YouTube exclusive via maybe a YouTube short that doesn't get the audio side of the podcast. Locked on Buckeyes is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, every day. This must be the time for coaches at Ohio State to take accountability for things that happened against Michigan a year ago, and in this case with Jim Knowles, against the Georgia Bulldogs on New Year's Eve. Ultimately, those are two games that will be implanted in our brains. One, for some things that were positive in a loss. One, because of how bad the loss was, and it happened in back-to-back years. Jim Knowles in his first year under as Ohio State's defensive coordinator did a good job. I don't think he did the best job he could have done. He did a good job, but the job he did was incomplete and not good enough because of two losses. Now, one, the defense played better, still gave us some uh, late touchdowns in that game, which ultimately makes me have another spinoff of this conversation, another branch of it, which we're going to discuss next week. During the show, might you get my guy Mo, Mo Murphy on the show for that? Haven't had Mo on in a while, but Mo and I might have to reconvene here on the show to discuss something about Ohio State's strength and conditioning program. The everydayers don't want to miss it. 
But Jim Knowles recently took accountability for um, not getting the job done in the two losses Ohio State had a year ago in the game against Michigan and the game against Georgia. Not going to read an entire quote to you, but the gist of it was not taking accountability uh, or taking accountability for just not getting the job done and then discussing some ways he can make sure it doesn't happen again. And I think that's a sign of a good coach, a coach that's trying to be better in the upcoming season. All of us know and all of us have been in situations where things have not gone our way. We have been on the job and things may have been a little bit more difficult than we had planned. And ultimately, we could have been like Jim Knowles, even in a bad situation where it was maybe a loss for us in our occupation. We could take accountability for that, but also find ways for things to be better the next time around. And ultimately, that's what the Buckeyes defense needs right now. It needs a leader of the unit, a coach of the defense, head coach of the defense, to be able to, one, pinpoint a problem, two, acknowledge that a problem may have been because of him, but also, three, to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And I do believe Jim Knowles is the right man for the job, and he's making a point to make sure that the errors from last year don't trickle in to 2023. Jim Knowles has a plan, and his plan is one that if it works out, we could see the Buckeyes have a chance to be the best defense in the country. And I'm going to piggyback off of that. I want to go backtrack a little bit. You want a defensive coordinator. You want a coach that believes in you. I don't care if it's uh, the college level, the professional level, Little League, it does not matter. You want a coach that believes in you. And the fact that Jim Knowles is coming out and saying Ohio State has an opportunity to be the best defense in the country in the fall, that should be great for guys like J.T. Toy Malowal and Jack Sawyer and Michael Hall Jr. and Tommy Eichenberger and Still Chambers and Lathan Ransom, Denzel Burke, and the others. That should be huge for them that the head coach of the side of the ball they play on believes that they could be the best in the country, the best units in the country. That's great, man, because something's sometimes all we need in ourselves around us is people that believe in us. That's it. I have been there. I've been in situations where I just need to hear somebody say, I believe in you. I mean, simply those words, I believe in you. And Jim Knowles, I think he understands, one, this presser, even though it wasn't a normal presser where I do believe the Ohio State Athletic uh, department uh, had the um, the about thirty five plus members of the media, photographers, and TV personalities at, at the Woody for lunch and to talk to the assistant coaches. I do believe that was not a normal setting, so it, it may have been more relaxed for the coaches and maybe even the media as well. Yes, you're working, but that relaxed setting is great to get different things out. But that's great. I, I like that Jim Knowles did that, and this setting was perfect for them. But you have to have a belief, and I'm glad that Jim Knowles believes in the defense at Ohio State, but also acknowledging the issue, acknowledging the problem is huge. And the fact that he said he didn't get the, didn't get the job done, I will say, should it worry me that both Ryan Day and Jim Knowles acknowledge Jim Knowles, the play caller of the defense, the head coach of the defense, Ryan Day, the head coach of the football team, also the play caller in that game, and also spent a lot of his time in 2022 and most of his time as he had coach at Ohio State on the offensive side of the ball. So should it worry me 
or make me pause and think a little bit, that both coaches, both guys that run the two sides of the ball where you score most of your points have stated that they didn't get the job done in the biggest game of the year when we heard all offseason that this was what we've been working for? Yeah, it should. It should make you question some things. It should make you wonder about what's going to happen in the fall. It should make you ask yourself, is this coaching staff compiled with the right guys for the job? I think it should. I think it's healthy. I think it's a good thing to question. I think it's a good thing to wonder. I think it's a good thing and a good exercise to say if the head coach didn't drop, if the head coach talked but dropped the ball in the biggest game and the defensive coordinator, even though he's new, he dropped the ball in the biggest game. Buddy, what's going to happen in the upcoming season? Is it going to be deja vu? I don't want it to be deja vu, but ultimately, this sounds like a good, good situation of a deja vu. One coach said it. Another coach said it. Two different settings. One was a podcast, one was a presser. It's not good, man. It is not a good look. But Jim Knowles, when acknowledging the issue, he said, I did not get the job done. How do I do a better job of planning our defensive progressions for those matchups? And he was discussing games that were matchup games. Georgia, Michigan, where you got to match up the right guys. Because <laughs> if not... He could be on the wrong side of the outcome in that contest. Jim Knowles, I trust him. Also, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope this does not happen again. One thing I hope that does happen again is the Buckeyes get back to locking down and closing on recruits when they're in Columbus on official visits. We have seen it a little bit in the offseason. Get a kid on campus to close that thing. They announce the commitment to the school shortly after. But this time of year, you got to close. We get, we're going to be discussing a few ways the Buckeyes can improve the recruiting in Columbus. I have an answer for you next here on Locked on Buckeyes. Thanks for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen every single day. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes. If you're an Apple user or a Spotify listener, make sure you leave a five-star review and a rating. It's a great free way to help the show grow, but also to help more people know about Locked on Buckeyes so they can get all the Buckeye information they will ever want or need. If you're a YouTube watcher, subscribe and hit that bell so you're notified every time a new video goes live. Closing is key. I used to be in sales. And one thing they told us in sales training, we had a week-long training course that we had to go through and complete prior to starting our first day at our dealership. And one thing they told us in sales, that training, I think it was a 10 or 12-step road to the sale. But they said, hey, man, from step one to step 12, even though step 12 is after the close of the sale, always be closing ABC. You have to be. Because if not, if you don't, that person that you greet in the parking lot, you shake their hand, you bring them inside the dealership, or you follow them around the parking lot, and you take them down the road to the sale, and you map it out and navigate it, that's a great way for you, but also for the customer, more importantly, the customer, that they are comfortable. Always be closing. Test drive. Always be closing when you're doing the appraisal of their trade-in. 
always be closing when you're at the negotiating table. Before you even sit down to show any numbers or a paper or a pen, always be closing. Why? Because those moments are pivotal into reasons why people say yes to buy a car from a person that's trying to sell them something at a car dealership. May it not be a car dealership. May it be uh, Girl Scout cookies. And I know, I know, I know it. I say Girl Scout cookies. Numerous people say you walk, you go to the mall, you go to Walmart, you go to Target, you go to all these stores. What happens? All of a sudden, you're in that store, or maybe you park your car, you get out. Oh, it's a Girl Scout. No, it's two of them. Oh, it's four of them. Yeah, the parents and the moms are behind just kind of navigating and taking care of all the financials, but it's a Girl Scouts. What is a Girl Scout doing without even even saying a word when they look at you and just smile? ABC, always be closing. Why? Because a girl, girl Scouts understand just a simple look at a smile and a high is really good and an easy way to sell some Girl Scout cookies. So I say all that, and I wasn't planning on going there with this segment of the show, but I say all that because you need to always be closing when you have recruits on campus. Think about scenario. You are an elite recruit. Official visit time is June. Now, you had this scheduled back at the beginning of the year. Ohio State calendar is right in front of me. June 16th through the 18th, you would be there with a lot of other elite recruits at Ohio State, and you would be taking an official visit on the school's dime. Talk to Ryan Day, maybe Larry Johnson, and the others. And what are you thinking? I'm here. Are they closing me? Are they trying to sway me? Are they trying to keep me and lure me? Well, they've already spent money on me. Yeah, they, they want me. They, they potentially want my services. But if something doesn't go right, if a coach or two or maybe the host uh, player, whoever it may be, maybe something just somebody just drops the ball, ultimately that could be a negative, and that could be a way for you to not always be closing. And Brian Smith, Locked On's recruiting analyst, recently stated it on a recent recruiting update that Ohio State needs to get back to locking down elite defensive ends. How do you do that? ABC, always be closing. It's a cheesy thing to say. It does sound a little odd, but ABC, always be closing, is great. It's ideal. And ultimately, Ryan Day, Jim Knowles, and the other coaches at Ohio State, they know this. I don't know if they've gone through any sales classes or anything like that or sales training. I don't know. But all I do know is this. Ryan Day, Jim Knowles, Brian Hartland, and the other coaches, they are salesmen. They're salesmen. It's it's in – maybe those words might not be in their job description, but a head coach, a D coordinator, an OC – a quality control coach, but if they're salesmen, they got to sell you on the school. Because if not, like we saw a year ago, Keon Keeley, Damon Wilson, Mateo Ui Ungalole, what do we see? The three-headed monster of elite defensive ends at Ohio State went elsewhere. No, three elite defensive ends in the entire country that were recruited by Ohio State. That's the proper phrase. They went elsewhere. Now, may have been to be close to family. Whatever the case may be, you have to do what is needed. You're not going to win them all. That's reality. Ryan A knows that. Jim Knowles knows that. You're not going to win the win them all. But the ones you can win, you have to do everything you can to lure that recruit on campus so you can win that recruitment with that player. Can't win them all. But the ones you can win, do you have a chance to win? Remember, ABC, 
always be closing because that's a great way to improve Ohio State recruiting. They've done a good job of, of doing that earlier, earlier in the season. Peyton Pierce, um, Garrett Stover may have been a lock automatically, but you still got to recruit him. You got to. Aaron Noland, great. Dylan Rayola. There may be a topic about Dylan Rayola coming up next week that the Buckeyes may have dodged a bullet. I don't know. I just heard something that made me think, huh, interesting. But um, Dylan Rayola and the others that are there, you're gonna miss. You're gonna miss out on some Dylan Rayolas. Talented kid, but by not getting a Dylan Rayola decommitment, you go out and get somebody else harder, recruit harder, recruit, recruit, recruit. What do you get? A point guard type quarterback in Aaron Nolan. That's perfect for Ryan Day's offense in Columbus. So sometimes the ones you don't get, you thought you had, you don't get it. Some maybe sometimes something better is coming your way shortly after that. Guys, out of here on a Wednesday, almost at Thursday, fast forwarding to the week. Got a lot of good stuff coming up this weekend. Um, a lot of good stuff coming up here on the show. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes on YouTube, on Apple, on Spotify, on the Odyssey app, on Apple Music, wherever you get your, wherever you get your fine podcast, subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes, including the SiriusXM app. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Thanks for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen. Every single day now is the perfect time to make the Locked On Sports Today podcast your second listen of the day. Locked On Sports Today provides you all the news you need to know in and around the world of sports in 20 minutes or less every single day. Locked On Buckeyes and Locked On Sports Today, they are both a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. For Locked On Buckeyes here on a Wednesday, I am Jay Stevens. I'll see you next time.